almighty and gracious God. Lord, as, as your son invites us to experience this wonderful gift of rest, Lord, I pray that you help us to uh, release our burdens, our cares, our anxieties, our fears, our worries to you. Uh, Lord, that we may receive the promises that you have for us, this incredible, wonderful, powerful gift of rest. And we experience this rest as we spend time in your word today, uh, hearing about the wonderful gifts you give to us through your son, Jesus Christ. It's in his precious and holy name that we pray. And all God's people agreed and said together. Amen. So whenever I hear the word yoke used in the Bible, I am taken back to a very specific time in my life. Uh, now, yoke isn't exactly a word that you would hear today uh, in, in any kind of normal conversation, and it might not even be a word that you've heard before outside of Scripture. Uh, really, unless you grew up on a farm, you might not be familiar with that term at all. And, and just to clarify, the word is yoke, Y-O-K-E, not yoke, Y-O-L-K, like the breakfast you had this morning. Uh, and so uh, that word yoke is a reference to a very specific style of farming equipment that was used uh, back in the day. And uh, I thought it would be helpful because my guess is some of you may have not seen it before. And so I thought it'd be helpful to, to just give you a picture of what a yoke is. And so uh, a yoke is essentially a wooden cross piece that is fastened uh, over the necks of two animals and then attached to a plow or a cart that they pull. So basically, uh, the heads of the animals kind of go in those spaces there, and then that little ring is, is where they're attached to behind them, and they pull it across a field. So it looks a little more active like this. As you can see there, uh, this yoke rests on the shoulders of the oxen, and uh, it's kind of whatever they're attached to, that's what they're pulling. But one of the things I think is interesting is that you see that both of the animals are of the same kind of size and stature. And you could imagine then that if one of the, the oxen was smaller than the other, there'd kind of be a lopsided thing and it would mess the field up. And so this was a really important instrument, but it needed to be used in a very specific way. So now that you have an understanding of what a yoke is and you see how it's used back then, as I said, I have a very specific memory attached to that word. And it takes me back to 2005 uh, when I was finishing up sixth grade. And uh, in that spring of that year, uh, my dad had just been diagnosed with prostate cancer. Uh, and thankfully, um, it was diagnosed early. They caught it early. He was able to have surgery and uh, has been in remission for a long time now. And so give, give thanks for that. Um, but one of the things that came out of that was he needed to recover. And in the midst of his recovery from that surgery, uh, there were kind of two specific things that, that needed to happen. One was that he couldn't sit for two long periods of time. He, he had to kind of break up his sitting and his standing in different ways. But the second was that he couldn't do too much physical activity. So he could walk, but he couldn't really be uh, dragging or pulling or pushing anything while he was walking. And this caused a really unique and pretty significant problem in our household, particularly because during the, the spring and the summer, my dad was unable to cut the grass. And if there's one thing that you should know about my father, it's that he was extremely meticulous and he cared very deeply about cutting his grass. He, he, he kind of paid a lot of attention to it, had a very clear vision of how it was supposed to look, and his vision was the right vision. And uh, needless to say, you know, my brother and I helped out in a lot of ways around the house and around the yard. But when it came to cutting the grass, that was for my dad only. And in his defense, uh, when my brother and I talked about cutting the grass, we often mentioned it with visions of grandeur. 
you know, we're, we're baseball fans, so uh, we'd seen lots of different designs in the grass. And I told my dad once, Dad, I saw someone cut their last name into the grass. Do you think we could try that? Needless to say, that didn't exactly build up confidence in my ability to cut the grass. And so uh, my dad was, was very strict about who was going to get to do that. And eventually, of course, you know, my brother's eight years older than me, so he got to do it. But my brother was working this summer and busy coming home from college and everything like that. And so uh, because my dad couldn't do it, it had to be me. And so there I am, 12 years old, sitting on our lawnmower in the back of our house, feeling the weight of the world on my shoulders. And my dad is watching me from the deck, and uh, I'm, as I start to drive, I'm driving and kind of looking down and also looking up at him so I don't miss his instructions. And, you know, lawnmowers are pretty loud, but I can hear my dad shouting, straight, cut, straight. Now, to this day, I argue that our wheel was a little crooked. <laughs> Nonetheless, uh, after I kind of make one trip up and back, my dad comes off of the deck. He's in sneakers, gym shorts, and uh, his hospital gown, because it was breezy during the summer. And he comes and meets me in the backyard, He stands in front of the lawnmower, and he says, follow me. And so he walks to the front of the yard as I follow him, and he's pointing where the tires need to go. Now, our neighbors are next door, and they're looking out, and they happen to be out. And we later learned that uh, apparently the, the husband turned to his wife and said, honey, I have never seen a man pull a lawnmower, but all he's missing is the yoke. And that's the story that I think about every time I hear that word yoke in the Bible. And just in case anyone's wondering, the grass was cut straight that day. But I share that story with you this morning because Jesus invites us to think and can really consider what a yoke is. We, we heard in our gospel reading Jesus talking about a yoke. And the yoke that Jesus is talking about is one that we don't really think about too often, particularly because the yoke that we're told is one about work. It's about physical labor and manual kind of work getting done. But Jesus invites us to think about a yoke in a completely different way. The yoke that Jesus invites us to, to think about, to consider, to put on this morning is a yoke that will bring us rest. And just that word, just, just the fact that Jesus is inviting us to experience rest while putting on a yoke reminds us of the incredible power of his words and the presence that he has in our lives. Because as you've seen and heard already, a yoke was all about work. It was about putting something on and feeling the weight of the work that you have to do, and yet Jesus takes it and transforms it and turns it into an experience of, of, that reminds us of who he is and what he does for us. But if we want to experience this, if we, if we want to experience what it's like to, to wear that yoke, this rest that Jesus is talking about, then all we have to do is give something up. See, Jesus says to us in, in chapter 11 of Matthew, verse 28, Come to me, all you that are weary and are carrying heavy burdens, and I will give you rest. So if we want to experience this rest that Jesus gives to us, that he promises to us, all we have to do is give up all of our burdens and all of our exhaustion. And I don't know about you, but when I hear this invitation from Jesus, I'm struck because it sounds both too easy and too good to be true. All, all we have to do is just give them up. That's it. Very simple, very, very straightforward here. Just let them all go, give them to Jesus. And I think that's something we would all like to do. It just sounds so simple. 
It actually uh, kind of reminds me of uh, my fourth grade year. And I remember in fourth grade in particular, uh, my backpack was always really, really heavy. All the books that I had, I remember they kind of, you know, hunched me down a little bit and, and just carrying them was really, really a burden. And yet at the same time, I remember so vividly how uh, when my mom would pick me up from school, she would take my backpack off. I could just stand up and I could feel that weight off my back. I could feel that, that burden setting me free that I was able to run and go play and, and kind of do whatever I wanted. And uh, at the same time, I also think about when I was in college and after a, a long day of, of classes and soccer and uh, work and studying and all those things, I remember walking into my dorm room and the first thing I did was just take my bags off. I could feel this, this burden, this weight being lifted off of my shoulders and, and thinking to myself, finally, now I can rest. And my guess is many of you have had similar experiences to that. Uh, maybe for you it's when you get home after a long day and you finally take your shoes off, that, that you feel just this sense of pressure, this relief. You, you take your coat off, you hang up your bags, maybe you leave your bags at the door too, and you finally feel like, ugh. Now I can take a deep breath and I can rest. And at the same time, I think if we're honest with ourselves, that feeling of releasing those burdens, that, that feeling of, of experiencing and desiring rest and is one that we want so desperately and yet one that we are seemingly so unable to actually experience. That uh, no matter how bad we want to rest, we, we seemingly just can't do it. And if we do, it's just for a brief moment before the burdens are just right back on us. And maybe it's because when you get home, you've only put off uh, the burdens from, from work from the long day. But now that you're home, you, you pick up a whole new set of burdens. Uh, food needs to get cooked. Laundry needs to get done. Bills need to get paid. The house looks like a mess. You have to have a, a difficult conversation with your spouse that's been going on for a few weeks now. A, another conversation with your kids who aren't listening to you. But, but once all of that is done, then you can rest. Except uh, when you have that moment, now that, that you're ready to rest, you sit down on the couch or you climb into bed and you turn the TV on. Or you take out your phone to catch up on what's gone on over the course of the day. And now you put on the burdens of the world around you and other people in your world. And as you start to scroll through social media, you, you see someone who's in your same position at work, and yet their life looks so much better. They, they look like they're getting rest. Things are going well for them. They're, they're spending money in ways that you can't even imagine. Or uh, maybe... You see a couple that you went to college with, and you always thought to yourself, man, they were the perfect couple, except now they're announcing that they're going through a divorce. Or, or maybe you scroll and you see one of your best friends who's announcing publicly that he and his wife now experienced their third miscarriage. And then finally, you, you put your phone down and you think, now I can rest. I really need to go to bed. I really need to rest. Except just as you try to close your eyes, this immense anxiety comes over you. You begin to, to worry about everything you didn't do today, everything you have to do tomorrow, and what's going to happen if it all doesn't get done. 
or uh, you start to worry, you start to feel the, the weight of all the things that you have done wrong. You start to feel the, the weight of, of your mistakes, the, the burdens of the things that you seemingly can't do right. And you start to feel that guilt lay upon you. And as you're there in bed, your eyes are wide awake and you're wondering, why can't I rest? Because instead you're, you're carrying around this weight, this, this burden upon your shoulders like a yoke that you put on every single day. And every day there's just more being added onto it. And it weighs you down it, and, and your body can feel the weight of this yoke. And you so desperately want rest, and yet you're so deeply entrenched in carrying this thing, this yoke upon your shoulders. And even if there's a chance where, where you finally have that moment of clarity, that feeling like you finally let it all go, you remember the yoke that is seemingly one that you're unable to escape. The heaviest burden that you bear, the, the heaviest yoke that sits upon your shoulders, the one that is covered in your sin. And you carry that yoke around with you wherever you go, every single day. And it weighs on you. And it, it drags you deeper and deeper into the ground. And you find your, yourself asking, when will I find rest? Church, if you've ever felt that way before, or, or you're feeling that way right now, this, this weight is upon your shoulders, I want you to hear the words that Jesus says to you. Come to me, all you that are weary and are carrying heavy burdens, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and humble in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. Come to me. Jesus wants you to come to him, to bring all of your burdens, your cares, your concerns, bring it all to him. Everything that you could possibly be carrying, all the exhaustion from, from work and from home, all of the anxiety and the depression and the addictions, all of the guilt and the shame, all of the grief and the pain, everything you have, bring it all to Jesus and leave it with him and he will give you rest. So when Jesus speaks these words to us, there are three incredibly powerful things that are happening. That in the midst of our pursuit of finding rest, Jesus is, is doing three incredible things. The first thing that happens, the first thing that we see is that Jesus can identify with our, our weariness, with our exhaustion, with our burdens. Jesus knows how much you feel all of those things. I think sometimes it's, it's easy for us to forget that, that Jesus lived and he carried around his own burdens. That he walked in and he felt the same anxiety and all kinds of emotions and just stress of the world. And not to mention, of course, he carried the weight of the world on his shoulders. As he carried the sin of the world on, on that yoke that he carried for me and for you. Jesus sees you in your weariness and he does not leave you there alone. Jesus knows your exhaustion and he is walking right there with you. Jesus wants you to be relieved of those burdens that you carry. And so he, he invites us, he does this, this second powerful thing. He opens his arms to receive us 
and all of our burdens. As I was uh, preparing this message, I googled this verse from Matthew, and this image came up that I wanted to share with you today. This is what I imagine it's like when Jesus says these words. Come to me. That's the, the gracious invitation that Jesus makes to me and to you. And this can be so hard. It can be so hard to, to let it go and to turn it all over to God. We've gotten so used to having that yoke on our shoulders, that burden on our back, that when we hear Jesus call, we still hesitate. We say, Lord, okay, I'll give you all of this, but I still need to carry some too, right? I've carried this for so long, I, I can't just give it all to you. I still have to wear some of this. But that's not what Jesus wants for you. Jesus says, give it all to me. Every worry and concern, every fear and doubt, every feeling of guilt and shame, every feeling of weariness, of exhaustion, every burden that weighs you down, Jesus wants all of it. Because when you give it all to him, you see that he is the one who has come to take those burdens from you and to carry you in the midst of them. He wants you to, to fall into his arms as he takes your burdens and carries you through, trusting in his promises to hold on to you. So how do you do that? How do we release those burdens? How do we give it all to God? I think uh, the simplest and yet sometimes the, the most complex answer is to do so in prayer. That uh, uh, we can give our burdens to God by, by actually saying them. And that can be a really scary thing because then it feels like, well, we're giving them life. We're giving them meaning if we actually speak them. But Jesus says, I am greater than those things. I am more powerful to them. So give them to me. Scream them, shout them, whisper them. Cry through them as you speak them, whatever you need to do, but give them to me. That is what Jesus says to me and to you. And when we do so, when we give our burdens to him, Jesus promises to give us his yoke. And the yoke of Jesus is not like any other yoke that we carry or that we wear. The yoke of Jesus doesn't require any work of us. The yoke that Jesus gives to us is a yoke that is full of all of his gifts. Jesus says, take my yoke upon you and learn from me. This yoke that is full of mercy and grace, this yoke that is full of forgiveness and peace, this, this yoke that is full of love and of restoration, the yoke that Jesus gives to you, is a yoke that will bring you rest. Rest for your body and rest for your soul. And this rest is something that Jesus wants you to experience every single day. This isn't a, a one-time thing or a limited time offer, no. Jesus wants you to bring everything that you have to him every single day so that he can give you his yoke, so that he can give you this rest. So that when you feel like you've got nothing left and when you feel like everything is going well, to be in this place where you're still giving it all over to Jesus, that he will give you the gift of his yoke in return. And the rest that Jesus promises to me and to you changes our lives forever. 
So, uh, dear brothers and sisters in Christ, I, I want you to just take a moment now and, and to release those burdens, to hear the words that Jesus speaks to you, this, this promised invitation, this gift of rest that Jesus gives to me and to you. And to do so, I want you to close your eyes, to put yourself in a place where you are seeking that rest. Come to me, all you that are weary and are carrying heavy burdens, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and humble in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy, and my burden is light. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen.